This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Six oh six. Good morning, and welcome to a Wednesday. Hey, there's. I'm in college again. Three more days, well, if you count today, <laughs> um, and that's our last of the year. Friday will be our last show of the year this year. Friday, don't forget, is also uh, going to be our Festivus airing of the grievances mm-hmm. show. I gotta find myself where, where, an aluminum pole. I'm gonna I'm gonna set that up. We're we're totally different than every other day. You can call up and complain about something. <laughs> yes. Now, keep in mind, if you have grievances, maybe something that has bothered you all year, maybe maybe about traffic, uh, maybe you have a pet peeve. That's what this is. This is what this is for. Maybe there's someone in your family that is just pissing you off. Well, that's what uh, Festivus is for in the airing of the grievances coming mm-hmm. up Friday. If you want to email those in right now, we'll hang on to them. We won't do it today, but uh, Friday is Festivus Eve. Festivus every year um, is the 23rd of December. So on Festivus Eve this year, we will air those grievances. If you want to email us, you can do that right now. We'll hang on to those till Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to call us on Friday, we would love to hear from you on Friday on Festivus Eve when we will be celebrating. By the way, for the next three days also, uh, we're giving away R&R Barbecue. And R&R Barbecue um, is for our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible question. For the next three days... You might want to brush off uh, on your Festivus trivia because our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible question mm. will have to do with Festivus. So uh, for the next three days, we will be doing that. Also, uh, another chance to win your tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl coming up here this coming Saturday. Utah State uh, taking on Georgia State. The, uh, the teams have been seen in town already yesterday. There was a police escort taking the buses someplace uh, my son-in-law called and said, hey, who's in town? And I said, well, there's a game Saturday. And uh, he was trying to figure out what they were doing. But they might have been going bowling or to a hospital. They do all kinds of stuff the yeah, week they, of, of, of uh, the bowl game. It's not just, you know, show up, practice for the game, and all business like regular no. games. This is, they, they get to be here all week. They get to well, practice. They get, they get to have some fun. They get nice goodie bags, too. Goodie bags. Um, I don't think that – I could be wrong because we are – we did – see some snow in the mountains yesterday, although it's mm-hmm. been fairly warm. Um, in the past, they had taken the teams up and they've uh, to Bogus Basin and they've done the tubing hill. Right. Um, because some of, these, some of these players, you know, like Georgia State, have never seen snow. <laughs> it's true. You know, Utah State, more I mean, than you, likely you everybody's seen in, snow. But. If you grew up in Florida or Georgia or Alabama or something and you've gone to college in Georgia and never actually ventured north, Maybe you haven't seen yeah. snow. Or it, it, maybe you've seen snow but haven't had a chance to ever get a chance to play in it. Um, so they, they usually try to do that. I don't know if there's uh, enough snow up there for the tubing hill, if that's something that they're going to do uh, or not. But uh, bowling has been one of the big things mm-hmm. in the past. They do a big bowling competition before the game. And, of course, usually they find out that out of about 200 players, three or four can bowl. Yeah. <laughs> 
The rest of them are just trying to destroy the pins. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, that, not that they don't do it from time to time. Well, yeah, because they're so strong, they're throwing mm-hmm. the ball so hard. I mean, these uh, are athletes. They, they can figure out how to win a game. I'm not accurate, but I'm going to throw it so hard that the pins are going to bounce around there and everything's going to fall down. There we go. Uh, now, I, we, I had two tickets to give away today. We're, we're, we're gonna give, we were going to give away one. You know, in the first part of the show, and another one in the second part of the show, uh, Nate Shellman um, took one of those yesterday, and, oh, and he admitted it on his show. I know he's disgruntled again. Yeah, uh, admitted it on his show that he goes tomorrow morning. You're only going to have one chance to win because I took a pair of tickets. What Nate Shellman doesn't realize, and he he doesn't know that I know his secret hiding spots. Mm-hmm. He should know it by now. So, well, I think he keeps changing them, but I, what, what, what I, there's not me, too many places that you can what, hide things. What gets me is you've horked, like, you know, dozens of tickets from him over time. He started it. And I did it once to cover. For, anyway, never mind. But this is, <laughs> now this is my reputation now. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be with me forever. Remember that time that you stole the tickets? <laughs> uh <laughs> Reputation, uh, reputation, just because you're around me, I guess. I I apologize I, to you, but I I broke bad as it, <laughs> yeah. as, as it goes. Um, so Which, I, by the way, is a, an expression I never heard until the first day of the uh, show, Breaking Bad. I heard yesterday by listening to his show that he stole and gave away a pair of my tickets. Mm-hmm. So I came in a little early this morning so that I would have some time to do some searching, and I found one of his picket tickets. So. We are still going to do two tickets. This first pair of tickets um, will be Nate Shulman's tickets that he thought he was going to be able to have to give away later this week. <laughs> so can him mad again. Oh, okay. yeah, uh, that's yeah. gonna I had, we had already had this plan. There was going to be two today. So for our listeners okay. that are up early this morning and you want to go see the game right now, uh, between now and uh, nine or eight, sorry, between now and eight, text the word potatoes. Potatoes. All right. You have a separate grand prize drawing that you're going to be involved in. You have to have these in by eight o'clock. You text to, potatoes. You, you have to spell it correctly. Um. You know what? I'm in. I'm in a holiday mood. I don't care how you spell it. Okay. Yeah. I don't care how you spell it. Uh. Actually, you know what? You gave me the idea. It, change that. I like that. What? Um. Our our producer Derek just uh, put up a sign. I couldn't figure out what he was trying to say. I just mm-hmm. figured it out. Um, instead of potatoes, text the word Nate. N a t e. N a t e. That that should be slightly easier to spell. <laughs> text the word Nate. All right. This is our first pair of tickets we're going to give away this morning. So you can text Nate right now to two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Same thing. You have it up until eight o'clock. It's the last part of the sentence. We went to the restaurant, Nate. <laughs> uh, so just get that texted in, and one person will be chosen at random uh, over the next under two hours to get the first pair of tickets. And then between 8 and 10 o'clock, we will give away our regular pair of tickets that we were already planning to give away um, to a, a whole new set of people. And by the way, do you know, do you know if you, you actually, text in the first yeah. contest, you must text in the second contest uh, to be a part of that, too. Do you know you actually have more fun at a game with stolen tickets? Oh, yeah. De- definitely, yeah, yeah. Everybody breaking the law, breaking the law. Exactly. Yeah. So if you want those you actually, tickets, you actually turn into Judas Priest <laughs> at some point. If you want those tickets, start texting away now. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Text the word Nate. A couple of other things we're going to be talking about this morning. Um, we're going to talk about the current border crisis. A lot of news has been happening uh, this week, and Joe Biden is really in between a rock and a hard place on this um, because I think he realizes 
something has to be done. Um, his supporters, some of them realize something has to be done based on polling. And the fact that on Monday, the United States shattered another record with 14,509 illegal Im- immigrants arrested at the border. That is the most it has ever entered our country in uh, one day. Beating the record last week, just over 12,000 people, by the way. That was an all-new record last week. Um, and the reason why he's in a, between a rock and a hard place is because the amount of illegals coming across over the last three years has just been astronomical. And the, the weight of how much money this is costing um, cities that are having to put these people up it, you've heard uh, the mayor of New York saying, we can't afford this. We're, it, it's costing us um, millions and millions of dollars to house these people yeah, when you ship them ship them here. They're not even going to New York on purpose. Yeah, some of them are. That's, that's the crazy part about this thing is a few thousands uh, of people are being shipped out you know, by the governors of Texas and Florida. The Biden administration is shipping out millions of them to New York, Chicago, um, they're not. They're not getting criticized for doing L- that. Liter- of course, literally millions. Literally, well, consider there's been over eight million illegals who have entered our country and been released over the last three years. Yeah, so literally millions okay. over three years. Um, but he's in a rock between a rock and a hard place because he has progressives, you know, as part of his base that want open borders, and they're like, no, you can't stop people and put them back in the country in which they came from. You've got to allow them all to come into this country. So he's getting criticism from both sides. Uh, The other big news yesterday, of course, was the Colorado Supreme Court has kicked Trump off the state's 2024 primary ballot for violating the uh, U.S. Constitution. Uh, We'll talk about that coming up this morning. You know, he's going to fight that, but it's not a terrible hardship. Uh, It's been a long time since Colorado's votes went to a Republican. Yeah, um... And the problem isn't necessarily Colorado, for instance. Now, this is, Colorado's the first state that has actually won. There have been other states that have lost the court case. Um, what the fear is that with Colorado winning, now they say, okay, this is precedence, and now other states um, where it would make a difference could start to say, we don't want him on our ballot, so let's, let's get him off our ballot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll talk more about that. You'll get your thoughts coming up here for you this morning. Um, if you want to weigh in, you can do that. Once again, our phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Let's get our first check on sports for you this morning. Once again, brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly in CUNA. Uh, don't forget, uh, they open at 7 o'clock. And if you're looking for a great gift idea, get in. They can get you a gift certificate at Pork Belly in CUNA. Wonderful stocking stuffer. Boise State head football coach Spencer Danielson announced Tuesday that offensive line coach Tim Keene will be retained for the 2024 season. It will be Keene's fourth season in Boise. The Bronco offensive line this season ranked number 12 in the nation in quarterback protection, allowing only 1.14 sacks per game. And, of course, they are the blockers for Boise State's running game, which averaged 214.9 yards per game to rank number six in the nation. It was also announced that uh, Jabril Frazier will be coming back as edge coach and Matt Miller will remain as receivers coach. Five Boise State football student-athletes were named Tuesday to the College Sports Communications uh, Academic All-District Team. Defensive lineman Michael Callahan has a 3.91 grade point average and is pursuing a master's in business administration. Defensive end Ahmed Hassanin has a 3.68 GPA in interdisciplinary studies. 
linebacker DJ Schramm has a 3.52 GPA in mechanical engineering. Safety Alexander Tubner just earned his bachelor's degree in finance with a 3.79 GPA. And safety Zion Washington has a 3.58 GPA in business administration. That's sports. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. See now that's that is a uh, how do you really feel Festivus rant for you right oh, yeah. there that would that would work uh, I know it's a Christmas movie but uh, maybe one of the best lines from any Christmas movie whatsoever How many of us over our lifetime have not felt like that at one time or another because everything was going so wrong for Christmas you know the family that was planning to be there isn't there or you had twice as much as you were planning for and you were running out of food everybody has felt I think that that way at some point in their lives during the holiday season. Mm. I was I was trying to make the holiday season as uh, non-stressful as possible. <laughs> and 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 to be fair, I have failed. Yeah, every single year. Say, how many times how many times has that worked out for? Uh, never, not um, even once. You know, and and I like to say as as I've gotten older, it's like every year it's like just take a breath. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the holidays. No, nothing is ever going to happen the way you planned, and that's why God invented alcohol. So, uh, <laughs> personal way of dealing with it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, we are giving away tickets uh, twice this morning, and your first chance to win your tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl is going on right now. If you want to text the word Nate, N-A-T-E, E, text the word Nate, because these are the tickets I stole away from Nate uh, this morning because he stole my tickets yesterday. Um, text the word Nate right now to 208-336-3700. You're going to have up until 8 o'clock. Everybody who texts before 8 is in on the contest. We'll pick one winner then, and then we'll have another separate contest uh, after 8, between 8 and 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, you, by the way, can enter both contests. You can't win both contests, but you can enter both contests if you would like this morning. They are going to be two con- completely separate texting contest this one is already underway for you early morning risers so go ahead text away get set to win your famous idaho potato bowl tickets broadcasting from the auto ranch group studios on 93.1 fm and 670 a.m we are news talk kboi 632 35 degrees in downtown boise phone lines are open if you wouldn't like to take part in the show you can do that not only can you do it but you're encouraged to do it Toll free, 1-800-529-5264. I will just say, if you have wanted to take part in the show, um, don't wait, because if you're going to do it this year, you only have today, tomorrow, and Friday to take part in the show. It's easy to take part also by email, mike at kboi.com, chris at kboi.com. You can also uh, text us on the Snake River Pool and Spa text line, um, not just for winning this morning. I I just saw an interesting uh, spelling of Nate, by the way, and it works. (laughs) What is it? N and the number eight. Oh. I was trying to figure out what they were saying. I was like, oh, Nate. Well, that saves, you know, space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two time. whole letters. 
Right. By the way, it counts. Um, we are underway this morning giving away you a pair of famous Idaho potato bowl tickets. Add a little accent to the end, and then it's like, Jeanette. Yeah. Uh, text Nate right now, and uh, you have up until 8 o'clock, so plenty of time to do it. Only need to do it once. If you've done it, you're good. If you're just tuning in, go ahead and do it. Uh, also want to uh, remind you we have uh, one more sweet deal coming your way uh, for this year, and that is coming up Friday morning, and this is one of those. It's the second fastest swell- selling sweet deal that we do, um, that we've ever had. Um, it's always been under three minutes, so mm-hmm. if, you, if you're going to tune in um, on... Friday morning, make sure it's just before 9 o'clock so that you can be signed in, ready to go, and then hit refresh right at 9 o'clock so you can get in for Biscuit and Hogs, $50 gift certificate for only $25. Great food, a full bar. They have uh, basically a happy afternoon. So not a happy hour. They just do a happy afternoon uh, with drink and food specials, uh, some great breakfast items. Of course, um, if you like pork, it is called Biscuit and Hogs for a reason. Their bacon is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they do pulled pork uh, sandwiches. It is fantastic. So take advantage. You can get that sweet deal Friday morning at 9 o'clock. Now, if you don't want to wait until Friday, you want to take care of uh, some other Christmas shopping, there are available sweet deals right now. X-Golf, locally, uh, X-Golf, uh, $50 for a $100 gift certificate. Um, much cheaper, by the way. That'll get a couple so, of people to go play a full round of golf at some of the best golf courses in the world. Perfect, if you have an ex-golfer on your list. Uh, Legends on Main Pub and Grill, $50 gift certificate for $25. That's in Weezer, so if you live in Weezer, another gift that you can give away. You also have uh, Idaho Enhanced Academy. Maybe you have somebody on your list you're uh, getting a gun for Christmas. A lot of times people get that. Santa brings a gun down the chimney. Um, you can get Idaho Enhanced Academy gift certificate, $125 value right now for only $62.50. Now there's a very limited number of those left. So if you want to get those, I would hurry up and uh, do that. Plus they've got travel uh, gift certificates to warm places like Las Vegas, Cobbleston, Lucas, and more. You can check it out right now. Just go to KVOI.com and click on the Sweet Deal link. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Six forty one two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. That's our phone number. Also our text. Text the word Nate to get your tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Couple local uh, things to remind you of uh, today. Idaho property taxes are due. Uh, today's the deadline. If you haven't paid your taxes yet, you have till today to do it. The end of business today. Uh, if you don't do it by end of business today, you'll be charged a two percent fine for not paying it on mm. time. Um, this year, Idaho legislature, remember, cut property taxes by more than $300 million with the median tax reduction for Ada County homeowners at about $526. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Um, now, under the law, you know probably that you can split your payment in half, paying half today, and the second half will be due June 20th. But if you don't pay that first half, you can pay all of it at once if you want. Mm. But if you don't pay, pay at least your first half, um, you will be charged a 2% uh, delinquent payment fine um and ada county treasurer's office accepts variety of payment methods including in person dropbox mail electronic information uh, about your options you can find that at the county ada county treasurer's office website um and if you have don't don't be freaking out if you have a home mortgage more than likely your payment is paid through your home mortgage but if you have a question about that you want to get a hold of your mortgage if you've been in your house long enough to have it completely paid off 
then today they're yeah, due. Today, today they're due. <laughs> Um, yeah, you don't want to forget about it because it could end up being uh, you know, all that money that you got from the Idaho legislature mm-hmm. would have to be paid back in a fine. Uh, also, this story is just crazy, and it just I, I don't know what goes through people's minds, how they can be this stupid, but if there's a screw loose or what. Uh, Boise police have arrested two people on suspicion of conspiracy to commit murder after they allegedly drove to a house intent on killing a man. The two suspects were arrested Monday after allegedly driving in Boise, driving to Boise with plans to kill a man, according to the police department. Um, after arriving, police said uh, that the suspects, they had got a call saying that there was one or possibly two armed suspects outside their house, threatening to kill everyone inside. After arriving, police said they located the suspect's vehicle, leaving, pulled them over. Police identified the suspects, 34-year-old Andrew Larsing of uh, Marsing and 24-year-old Rachel Young of Eagle. Police said they located several firearms within the car during the investigation. Learned the suspects had driven all the way from Marsing to Boise to kill the man. So they were in the guy's front yard yelling at people to come out. Yeah, because we're going to kill you. And oddly enough, no one came out to be killed. So they called the police instead, and when the police got there, they were still there yelling for people to come out. Does the phrase knuckleheads in the news start start ringing through your head when you hear stories like this? Uh, there are times when it's not quite as apropos as it clearly is right now. I mean, this is stupid on so many levels. I mean, the first stupid thing is don't kill people. Um, don't get in your car yeah. and, 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 and say, hey, let's, go, let's go kill these people. And don't plan to do it either because that's conspiracy to commit murder. And guess what? That's also against the law. No word. I, because I have questions. What, what heinous thing could this person that you were trying to kill or threatening to kill, well, that could be anything. What, what, what did they do to you that is so bad where you grabbed your guns, said, get in the car, we're going to go kill somebody in Boise? Usually it starts out with, it's his fault, I don't have blank. Or, or another way this starts here, hold my beer. Yeah, well, there's that. KBY Newstime, 645. Watch this. Time for a check on what's going on uh, with sports once again this morning. Keep in mind, uh, Pork Belly is open every day, seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. They will be closed on Christmas Day. There, I, I know there are a number of restaurants that will be open on, on Christmas Day uh, for breakfast, lunches, and dinner. Pork Belly is not one of those. They will be taking the day off to uh, spend with their family. So just keep in mind, if you wanted to start your day off Christmas morning with uh, a great breakfast, uh, you're going to have to wait till Tuesday or do it Christmas Eve. In the NBA Tuesday, John Morant returned to the Memphis Grizzlies lineup after serving a 25-game suspension for brandishing a gun on live stream. Morant scored 34 points, dished eight assists, and had two steals and a blocked shot. Plus, he hit the game-winning basket, driving for a jump shot in the key as time expired, giving Memphis a 115-113 win over New Orleans. Stephen Curry scored 33 to lead Golden State, also passed Boston 132-126 in overtime last night. The Indianapolis Colts will finish the season down two players. Tuesday, the team announced three-game suspensions for defensive back Tony Brown and wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie. The reason given was conduct detrimental to the team, but no details were provided. That's sports. Casper and Chris on KBOI.com. We are News Talk KBOI. A Dow hit a new high yesterday. 37,839, short way away from 40,000. However, uh, futures are all down this morning. Dow down 93 points. Um, Does this have anything to do with earnings uh, out this week? 
Yeah, I think that was, has a due to a little bit to weigh down on market sentiment because we've seen this impressive rally continue on. So not as a surprise to see a little bit of a breather today. I mean, shoot, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is on a nine-day winning streak. So again, if we're looking at earnings reports coming through, uh, FedEx and General Mills, those are ones that I was paying close attention to. And you have shares of FedEx, which are down more than 11%. But going into today... FedEx has actually had a really good year. It's been up, it's up over 66%. Obviously, those gains are going to be parred back after we'll see how today shakes out. But bottom line is that their, their estimates fell short of their fiscal second quarter. Now, it's not only that, the FedEx also lowered its full year sales outlook. So not only did they miss their expectations of what was anticipated in the past, they also had the readjust of what they feel their profitability is going to be going into 2024. So again, pretty big sell-off there where you're seeing shares down more than 11%. And that's also weighing down on its rival UPS. Shares are down more than 4% as well. And now if you look at General Mills, shares are down over 3.5%. Again, they've, they've reduced their their uh, fiscal year guidance, meaning therefore the outlook is not as rosy as it was. They missed their expectations as well. So again, they were expecting sales growth, and now they they their numbers actually came in where it was actually flat. And you look at General Mills as a popular, you know, almost consumer staple. They're popular food products, and really what they're coming down to is they're just seeing less volume. So again, I was interested to look at General Mills just kind of see where any trends that we're seeing as far as consumer behavior. Yeah. So overall, we're seeing uh, some some downtrodden stocks. I think way down on the three major indexes, but you know, relatively speaking, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, things aren't down by much. I mean, across the board, we're down about two-tenths of 1% on each of the major indexes. We're continuing to see oil get a bit of a bump. But also, looking at the 10-year Treasury yield, it's dropped. It's down under 3.9%. So again, when we see yields going down, it means the price is going up. So we're seeing a bit of a, a bit of a change of direction in the fixed income space that has just got, gotten beat up over the last few, uh, really the last two years, 2022 and 2023. We're starting to see that tide turn a little bit. So, yeah, interesting dynamics taking place in today's early trading session. How, how does that affect? Because I, I know when the, the Fed increases rates, that's not what affects mortgages. It may come into it a little bit, but it's more what's going on with the bonds. With what you just told us, so the uh, bond story going on, how do you see that affecting the mortgage interest rates going forward? Well, we've already seen it. We've already seen uh, the 30-year mortgage drop. I mean, I think it's down just uh, a little north of 6.5%, I think, the last time I saw it. So, I mean, we're seeing a significant low on mortgage rates from what we've seen really through for the most of the year. And that's closely tied to the 10-year treasury yield. And that 10-year treasury yield, that price and that yield is going to fluctuate based on where the market anticipates interest rates going. And with what the Federal Reserve came out and said in their meeting, now it's interesting because you're seeing a lot of other Federal Reserve members after that meeting really trying to walk back that enthusiasm or that optimism around rate cuts going into 2024. So you know, the market went all in. They they feel right. that interest rate cuts are coming in 2024. And if those don't come, then we're going to see uh, we might we're going to see some interesting things in 2024 if we, in fact, don't see three interest rate cuts, because that's been priced in. All right. Ahead of the opening here, just a few minutes away. looks like we're going to be down pretty much across the board. We'll uh, keep an eye on that. Get some updates throughout the day. Talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, Jens. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. (laughs) 
There wouldn't have been uh, so many movies, Christmas movies, putting this in the uh, movie. Um, I wouldn't even know this song existed. And now I absolutely love it. First time I heard it, I was like, well, that's weird. But now I Mm -hmm. love it. 742-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to learn old music, just uh, watch a lot of romantic comedies, because a lot of them you know, will yeah. put in old music. Like, like Sleepless in Seattle, that whole soundtrack is just old classics. Yeah. You know? um, today uh, is National Early Signing Day, and if you're wondering uh, how Boise State is doing so far, it opened up at, at 7 a.m. this morning. Um, Boise State has uh, fi- signed, uh, I believe this is their first ever um, signee from Ireland. That would sound right, yeah. Dublin, Ireland. They have signed uh, Lopez Sanusi, defensive lineman, six foot three, 300 pound freshman. Wow. Now, he comes. Doesn't sound Irish. It sounds a little weird that he's coming from Ireland. However, he is out of the NFL uh, England Academy, and I believe that's where we got our current defensive end, uh, Hassanin. Oh. Also came from there, so by way of Egypt, yeah, by okay. way of Egypt. So he, he was also our first signee ever from Egypt. Also, he did pretty darn good this past year. Um, other signees so far this morning: Cameron Bates, wide receiver out of Mansfield, Texas, five ten, hundred sixty five. Caden Anderson's tight end uh, out of Gilbert, Arizona. He's six three two twenty. Gregory Bienavieu. Or Bienvenue. There we go. Offensive lineman, 6'3", 285. He's out of Mesa, Arizona. Um, another offensive lineman. I'm going to butcher this name. Yehu Omada Numa Gan. Numa Bogan. Yeah, that was, it's, that was, uh, we'll that was learn, probably wrong. When he starts playing, we'll learn how to correctly <laughs> pronounce his name. He's a six foot two, 270-pound uh, lineman out of Queen Creek, Arizona, and then uh, out of Holiday, Boy. Utah. Roman K. Wood, uh, Edge Russer, out of 6'3", 220 pounds. Nobody wants to play football in Arizona. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Um, like, hey, I grew up in Phoenix, but it's too hot here, so I'm going up to Boise. Those are the first official signees, which, by the way, you're not officially allowed to sign uh, until 7 a.m. Mountain Time. So these are what's come in from 7. Oh, one just came from through. the last 45 minutes. Two more just came through just now. Uh, defensive lineman, 6'5", 250 from Boise, Idaho, Bora High School. Uh, Trevor McKenna, so some people might recognize that name. And out of Montana, Thompson Falls, Montana, uh, another little defensive lineman, 6'3", 270-pound, Hayden Hanks. Have you ever been to Thompson Falls, Montana? I have never even heard of Thompson Falls, Montana. If I remember, if this is the same guy I'm thinking... Uh, I believe this guy was homeschooled. Okay. Um, so he was, didn't... Did, did his father happen to be a football coach? I think uh, it's one of those things, and we talked about this uh, yesterday, where you're homeschooled, but you're allowed to play on, oh, yeah. a, on a high right. school team, I think is... If I remember, if it's right. the same guy that I'm thinking of, but we'll keep you updated. Those are the signees so far officially. Notice uh, one lack, couple of lacking things. Uh, so far, mostly defense and offensive linemen. Um, no quarterbacks yet. There'd be so much irony if, if a guy was like homeschooled for twelve years, and but he was allowed to play sports, and his coaches turned him into you know like uh, I don't know an atheist or something. <laughs> KVI News Time seven forty five. Time for a uh, final check on other sports that are going on this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Uh, don't forget, just want to remind you they are open usually seven days a week, uh, seven a.m. to two p.m. They will be closed on Christmas Day to spend time with their families. So if you're going to enjoy a great way of starting your breakfast, you can do that on Sunday morning, which, by the way, is Christmas Eve or wait until the day after. But they will be officially closed on Christmas Day.
Five Boise State football student athletes were named Tuesday to the College Sports Communicators Academic All-District Team. Defensive lineman Michael Callahan has a 3.91 grade point average and is pursuing a master's in business administration. Defensive end Ahmed Hassanin has a 3.6A GPA in interdisciplinary studies. Linebacker DJ Schramm has a 3.52 GPA in mechanical engineering. Safety Alexander Tubner just earned his bachelor's degree in finance with a 3.79 GPA. And safety Zion Washington has a 3.58 GPA in business administration. In the NBA Tuesday, John Morant returned to the Memphis Grizzlies lineup after serving a 25-game suspension for brandishing a gun on live stream. Morant scored 34 points in the game, dished eight assists, and had two steals and a blocked shot. Plus, he hit the game-winning basket, driving for a jump shot in the key as time expired, giving Memphis a 115-113 win over New Orleans. That's sports. Uh, before we move on, no, number one, we had a request uh, in this morning. Can you please explain what brandishing a weapon on live, live stream is? That's uh, when you're on the Internet and you're pointing a gun at the camera and saying things. I don't know. Whatever it was, no, that's, yeah, it, whatever that's it was, it got, him, it, it got him suspended by the NBA. Yeah, he was he was in a club and uh, he was brandishing a firearm while he was recording a live YouTube video or TikTok whatever video, it whatever it was. Um, but that that's how dumb this is. Yeah, he 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 gave them the evidence himself. It's like he's on live stream mm-hmm. with a gun. So that's basically what it means. Now, uh, neither Mike nor I suspended him for anything or, uh, you know, had anything to do with this whatsoever. Uh, brandishing, you know, a gun is exactly what the NBA said when they suspended him, which is why I worded it that way. That's yeah, it. Yeah. And, and it, it, there are rules against exactly what he's done. It wasn't the first time he'd done it either. Um, stick around. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, you want to make $13,000 uh, the re- easy way? And I mean really easy way. This is something Chris and I could probably easy do, easily do. You may want to do it, too. We'll tell you how. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Seven fifty four. He's Chris Walden. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in and being part of the show. Final week for our shows. Uh, final show will be on uh, Friday. We're off next week. May not be back for a while if I can get this job. Chris, this is right up yours in my alley. Have you ever thought that it would be amazing to just lay in bed all day and get paid? We have got the opportunity for you. Go on. NASA wants to pay you to lay in bed all day, every day, for two months straight. And when I say pay you, I mean, you're not doing anything, but they're going to give you $13,000 to do it. In tandem with the European Space Agency, NASA has uh, been doing what they call bed rest studies for several years. Most of these studies take place at German Aerospace Center. They aim to simulate what happens to the body while under zero gravity while in space. Now, essentially, since you can't simulate zero gravity the next best thing is to just have you lay in bed and not move oh so i wouldn't be able to move well i mean you 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 can move i mean obviously you're gonna have to get out of bed to go to the bathroom i'm guessing um but other than that yeah you're just you're just laying in bed if you toss and turn that's okay but can i read you're not you can read you can watch tv oh excellent you can sleep now 
I'm one of those people that, you know, I love my sleep. But after a while, um, I start to hurt. <laughs> I, or if I get too much sleep over a, like a two day, like I'll go on vacation. It's like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to spend the day just laying around in bed. I might get up and go lay on the couch. Um, but by the second or third day of, of doing that, uh, my back starts to hurt. My hips start to hurt. And I don't know if I could do this for two straight months. I'd give it the old college try. Um, but I mean, $13,000, it's not, that's not I, too bad. Which, by the way, I practiced for during part of college. Well, and think, think about this, Chris. At $13,000 for two months, that's almost triple what we make now doing this <laughs> stupid job where we're actually working. That's all true, except for the word almost. So if you uh, think that this sounds like the right job for you, there are a few requirements you need to know. First, of, uh, first off, the study is in Germany, so you'll have to go to Germany to participate. Um, this also kind of kicks us out. Uh, how tall are you, Chris? Six two. Oh, you make it five foot two to six foot two. Oh, I can't do it because I'm six al- three. Yeah, you're six. I was almost too tall. Yeah, I, I I'm out because I'm six three. So they only have short beds in Germany. Apparently. Okay. Fine. Uh, this is the other time requirement: fifty nine days. That's why all their good basketball players come over here. Fifty nine days inpatient, thirty days in bed rest. So you only have to stay in bed for thirty days, one month. No problem. Non smoker. You're a non smoker. Correct. Um, here's one that might be if healthy men and women between the age of 24 and 55. I'm out there because I'm too old. I'm 58. Well, you're too, you're too uh, old, too. Yeah. All right. Well, this sounded good for a few minutes, but no, if you uh, meet all, all, meet all, all those, now. you might want to check this out. Like I said, it's an extra $13,000. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk. Trump has already faced 14th Amendment lawsuits in several other states. This is the first time he's lost. Critics of the Colorado ruling say judges are taking away a decision that should be made by voters. Legal experts say in the end that will be up to the U.S. Supreme Court and how it interprets the 14th Amendment. Going to be an interesting thing to uh, keep an eye on. By the way, uh, there is a stay that goes till January 4th. I don't know how the Supreme Court, my guess is they're already on Christmas vacation, right? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I would. I don't know how what good a stay until January 4th does because they're probably not going to be coming back until, you know, either after the first week of the year. Um, but unless they do an emergency court the, case, they but, do. Yeah, they're not they're not done yet for the session. No, right? no. Okay. Um, and they, I mean, theoretically, they have up until March because that's when the Colorado primary happens. Um, obviously, you wouldn't want to wait until the last day to make sure that you can get uh, his his name on the primary ballot. But as of right now, it's it's not going to be on there. Um, so we're taking your phone calls and emails this morning about uh, your thoughts. Uh, on what's going on right now. You can also weigh in your opinion. How, how do you think that the Supreme Court is is going to rule on this? And is this something that should be being done right now? Are you in favor of this? It is interesting. Um, Democratic pollster Douglas Schoen uh, yesterday um, reacting to the ruling to remove Donald Trump from Colorado state ballot um, said that this is not only anti-democratic, but he said President Biden should press the Supreme Court to keep him on. Schoen stated that a Democrat, as a Democrat, he believes it will only hurt the party 
but will also hurt democracy as well. He continued to highlight the allegations against Trump have yet to be fully vetted in a court of law, emphasizing that Biden should fight to keep him on the ballot. Uh, quoting here, he said, This is one Democrat who believes this is going to hurt Democrats and certainly hurt democracy. Donald Trump has not been convicted of anything, and to kick him off the ballot preemptively is, to me, anti-democratic and against the interest of the Democratic Party. Donald Trump has a lot of negatives, but to throw him off the ballot based on allegations which have not been fully vetted in a court of law with appeals is, to me, contrary to everything our country stands for, and I'm a Biden supporter. I would vote for Joe Biden tomorrow, but I would tell Joe Biden that he should press the Supreme Court to get Donald Trump back on the Colorado mm. ballot, indeed on every ballot. Now, we Chris and I had talked earlier about this this morning. Um Colorado primary, how important is that to a Republican? Uh, it's it's probably, okay, and I say probably, things could change, but Colorado has not voted for uh, a, a Republican for president. They haven't uh, gotten the uh, Colorado uh, electoral votes in some right. time. Right. So chances are he wasn't going to get any votes from Colorado right. anyway, that they were probably going to a Democrat. So if he decides to fight this, I mean, that's great. It'll stop other states from doing the same thing. If he decides not to fight it and only loses Colorado, probably he's fine. But as we mentioned, this is probably going to, even though he's won uh, three other cases, uh, Michigan is appealing their case that uh, they lost to Trump. Um, He's won in three other states. This could very well, if this holds up, then other states would also jump in and say, well, we want him off of our primary ballot also. Which, by the way, not just the primary ballot keeps him off the general election ballot also. And there, even though this is not a, now, as big a deal in Colorado, it could be a big deal if, in some other states. Can you still register as a write-in candidate, or is that off, too? That, that's apparently also off, uh-huh. because he's not, in the primary, he's not allowed to be either even a write-in. So he's not, not only not allowed to be on the primary ballot, but they will not, which just seems so... Some people don't know how un- to write-in. Un-American to me. You know, there are people who every time they don't know who the candidates are, they just vote for themselves or their mom or something like that. And and they, they, you know, have this idea in their head that those votes are counted. They're not. If you do not register as a write-in candidate and somebody writes in your name anyway, you don't get the vote. Yeah. Um, The other part of this, like I said, um, even if they're a write-in, so if you have a million people that write in Donald Trump's name, uh, according to this decision... Mm-hmm. those will be pulled off also and not counted. They they won't be counted. So a million people could vote for him and say... So if you vote for somebody who's not on the ballot, it's the same as not voting. No. You can vote for somebody not on the ballot. You can have a write-in. It just can't be Donald Trump. Oh, okay. So... But, it, uh, but like, again, it has to be somebody who is registered as a write-in. Yeah. So... Um, it's, I don't know what's going to happen on this because once again, when it goes to to court, anything can happen. I, I didn't think that they were going to win in Colorado, even though Colorado's Supreme Court is made up of uh, all Democrats. All seven justices are Democrats who were, uh, put on the court by Democratic governors. Um, and even this was split. It was a four to three vote. Mm-hmm. So it bare, it barely got through. Um, in this particular instance, um, when it gets to the Supreme Court, you have the exact opposite uh, in that you have a majority of uh, justices who were appointed by it's Republican presidents. It's interesting. Practically everything they're going by in, in this case uh, was passed because they just wanted to make sure 
that former Confederate officers couldn't mm-hmm. be elected to uh, Union uh, offices after yeah. after the Civil War. Which, and if you were if you were part of the Confederacy, then you get to live out your life in peace, but you do not get to run for office anymore. And which is why some people also believe that the interpretation is incorrect because it was specifically made for that reason and being mm-hmm. used for something different right now. Uh, I guess the let's Supreme see. Well, Court will see. Rule. I, Let's see, I, I was one of the uh, leaders, and my state seceded, and we declared <laughs> war against the United States. Okay, that's one thing. Yeah. Gary in Napa, uh, listening on 670 AM this morning. Good morning to you. Yeah, whether you have to register for a write-in vote to be counted or not varies from state to state. I actually know people who have been elected to lesser things via write-in. They didn't even plan on running. Hmm. I wonder, uh, for president, and I know it well, varies it, it state also, to state because everybody does their own. It also might vary from, from job to job. Yeah. I, I'm, that's why I was just going to say. I wonder if it, it, that it would be the same being true for president. I don't well, know. Even for president, I've heard that it varies from state to state. I okay. haven't known of anybody to win by being a write-in. but Yeah, I think uh, technically I was only uh, quoting Idaho's law on that. So it it very well could be different in other states. Thanks for the call, Gary. Appreciate it. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in on this, uh, you can. uh, Right now, email us, chris at kboi.com or mike at kboi.com. I want to congratulate Joel Smith of uh, Meridian. He was the uh, winner of our first pair of tickets this morning for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Joel and a guest will be uh, going to the game coming up this Saturday because he texted in where the word Nate, who, by the way, uh, is who I stole the tickets from. Now I have my own tickets, our own Chris, Casper and Chris tickets. We're giving those away right now. You'll have until 10 o'clock this morning. And um, this is, we're going to have some fun with this one. What is the weirdest? You, if A lot of people have some strange holiday foods that they might, might serve during the holidays, mm-hmm. um, whether, whether that be, you know, Christmas whether it be Hanukkah, what's the, the strangest food tradition that you follow for your holidays? That's all. That's all. What, what do you serve? 208-336-3700. Uh, text what that is, and then once again, we will pick one person out of everybody that we get between now and 10 o'clock to get that next pair of tickets. By the way, if you texted earlier this morning, this is a whole new contest, so text again. Normally you don't text more than once, but this is a new contest, so you can text again to win. Stick around when we come back. We've got a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue with a Casper and Chris damn near impossible question right after Bronco Sports Today. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBO. Just uh, before we get to our question, reading over some of the uh, text messages that we're getting in this morning, uh, your most unique or strange traditional food item, Mm -hmm. all I can say as of right now is, (laughs) oh, come (laughs) on, you don't, you don't, you don't like herring under a fur coat? No. Mm. (laughs) I mean, they gave you the real name of it, but that's what I call it. uh, Saladoka Pod Shoeboy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Boy, you're not very Eastern European, are I you? I guess not. Okay. Um, go ahead. Keep those coming in. Text 208-336-3700. Your most uh, unique 
holiday traditional food. This is something that for the holidays your family uh, enjoys. Uh, most unique. Um, go ahead and get those in. You have until 10 o'clock. We'll pick one person at random to get those famous Idaho Potato Bowl tickets. Right now, though, we're giving away an R&R barbecue gift certificate valued at $50. Scott's going to get first crack at it today. Uh, Scott, by the way, this is brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty for all your real estate needs. Call 208-888-4128. Scott, what is the reason that an unadorned aluminum pole is used as the official symbol of Festivus. There are three. There are three actual specific reasons. What are they? Well, it, according to George Costanza, it's because it's due to the very high strength uh, to weight ratio. There's one. As to leave as an alternative to the pressures of commercialism uh, during the Christmas season. No, that's that's not, not that's not, not it. That's not the one he's looking for. But yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, keep trying. 208-336-3700. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, we had two people uh, that were next in line to answer the oh, question. Both hung up. Uh, apparently uh, didn't know the answer or we're going to well, answer see, the, the same the hard, thing. The hard part about this is that uh, you can't find three uh, answers like that listed anywhere together. Wow. You, have, you, have to you mean people can't, people can't Google? Uh, well, they can, but it's going to be difficult. But um, it's what's the most difficult, I think, is they actually have to come up with the same three that you did. <laughs> well, it's, it's spelled out in the Seinfeld episode okay. what the what the reasons are. Um, so this isn't something just made up. Uh, okay. the, the thing that he just guessed as the second reason was not one of the things that was spelled out. Well, and that was George's reason. The, yeah. the, the other reasons, mm-hmm. I think, are Frank's, aren't they? Uh, yeah, the person who came up with the uh, Festivus. Um, Mike. All right, 208-336-3700. Mike, what are the reasons for the unadorned aluminum pole used as official symbol of Festivus? One, it demonstrates the strength of the pole, obviously. Mm-hmm. Two, it was the cheapness of the Christmas decorations that uh, are out there. And three was the commercialization of Christmas, how it become uh, for the retailer. No, nope, that's not it. That, that, third, that third one wasn't... Uh wasn't one of them. The, the, the third reason is actually similar to the second reason. Uh, let's go ahead with uh, Denise. Is that the name? Hello? Are you there, Denise? Might want to is turn, it, turn is her it, up. Is it Denise? Is she there? No. No? All, okay. all right. Uh, Carl, what are, what are the reasons that a, a aluminum pole is used as the official symbol of Festivus? You talking to me? Yes, yeah. Carl. Okay, yeah, it's Carl. Okay. Yeah, the third one actually is because I don't like tinsel. Well, accept that. What are the we'll other two that. now? Yeah, what are the other two? Yeah, it's it's because the uh, strength of the pole, and the second one is the commercialization. The com- complaint no. about no, that. no, no, that's the one that we that's, don't need. That's not it. All right, we're out of time. Um, we are not going to get a winner. This is an impossible question. The reasons are. Pole is used because this is according to Frank uh, when he uh, started practicing Festivus mm-hmm. said that he loved the pole because it required no decorations. Okay, it required no decorations. That's one answer. He found tinsel to be distracting. I, that's the one I'm shocked that nobody right. came up with. That's a well. He he. Uh, this guy said he didn't like tinsel. This, this that's close enough. Okay. Yeah. And the third was uh, the pole's strength to weight ratio, which right. we had people get. Those but were the, the three official reasons but why. The, but the no need to decorate and tinsel is distracting are almost the same answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So no winner. That's the bad news. The good winner is we're still going to give away that $50 gift certificate. Hang on. We'll tell you how. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Eight forty two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. That's our phone number to get through. If you want to call us toll free from wherever you might be listening this morning, one eight hundred five two nine five two six four. Verizon Wireless phone just hit pound six seventy. You can also email Mike at kboi dot com and Chris at kboi dot com. Still taking your phone calls, emails. If you want to uh, weigh in, one of the things we've been talking about yesterday was the big news: Colorado Supreme Court has kicked Donald Trump off the state's 2024 primary ballot for violating the Constitution, basically ruling that even though there hasn't been official um, charges, there hasn't been any confirmed guilty verdict that he committed insurrection by trying to overturn the 2020 election, um, that they said that that was to the letter of the law of what they viewed in the Constitution and Amendment, uh, 14th Amendment, um, that that means he cannot be on uh, the ballot. So if you want to weigh in uh, on that this morning, please feel free. Uh, also taking your texts right now. You have uh, just a little over an uh, hour and 15 minutes yet. Um, and we're just going to have fun with this text. We have famous Idaho Potato Bowl tickets. We've already given away one pair this morning. Um, that was the pair we stole away from Nate to take place of the pair that Nate stole away from us yesterday. Uh, did get a text in from uh, Nate saying uh, that this means war. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to what that exactly means, but I guess we'll find out. Um, so now we're having a little fun with it. We have another pair of tickets we're giving away right now at 208-336-3700. That's a text. Text us what uh, is your unique or maybe even what you consider a strange or other people's consider strange holiday food tradition. Um, we're, we're getting some interesting ends. Like we said, Sladoka uh, Pod Shoeboy. Herring salad. That's a herring salad. Boo. <laughs> no monkey bread yet? No monkey bread. I mean, monkey bread, the The name is unique, but I mean, it's just biscuits drenched in um, caramel. Would you rather have the herring? No, God, no. <laughs> uh, raspberry pretzel jello. That sounds good. That sounds good. This one I totally disagree with, by the way. And I know this is a tradition, but I don't see why this is strange. Uh, green bean casserole. It's nasty. Nobody ever eats it, but it's always there. I disagree. I love green bean casserole. I like the onions, the yeah, crunchy. You have to have twice the amount of the crunchy onions on top <laughs> that uh, the recipe. Uh, now, Nauchi and asparagus. Now, I don't know if that Nauchi is something specific. Nauchi? You're going to have to write us back. It may be neo, uh, but N O W C H I no nochi noki. It may be it may be no noki and it's asparagus. I don't know unless nauchi is something else like kimchi, or maybe they're saying nauchi cheese, <laughs> nacho nacho cheese, uh, baked Brussels sprouts. Those are so liver and onions as a traditional holiday food. Mm. Oh, canned oysters? No, no. No, not oysters. Okay, canned oysters. No, uh, those are just some of them we're getting in this morning. And like I said, there is no right or wrong. If it is so unique 
like nauchi and asparagus. <laughs> Explain what that is to us, please, so we don't have to try and look it up. Um, but uh, keep them coming in. There's no right or wrong answer. Everybody who um, puts in um, a unique food, traditional holiday food, will be in on the grand prize drawing just before 10 o'clock for another pair of famous Idaho Potato Bowl tickets. Also on the way, we did not have a winner for our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible question, which is fair warning to all of you because our question tomorrow and our question on Friday will have to do with, once again, Festivus. All right, we've got Festivus questions, so you might want to brush up on your Festivus. Um, by the way, I, I'll give you a hint. So you can start working on this. Um, if you want, for tomorrow's question. Uh, we do have the $50 gift certificate. We're going to give that away sometime here within the next hour. Um, and you're not going to have to answer a question. You'll just be calling in to win. Uh, but tomorrow's question, if you want to start working on this right now for tomorrow morning, don't call us now. Uh, Hanukkah, we all know, ends after eight days and nights. Uh, our question for tomorrow morning, when does Festivus officially end? All right, so there's your question to start working on uh, for tomorrow morning. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wire. It's a kind of variety of ways uh, that we can go. We've got uh, a lot of things that uh, we can talk about this morning. Um, if you want to continue to weigh in on the Supreme Court's decision in Colorado, uh, you can do that. Tom writes in, and I didn't even think about this, but this would be brilliant. Tom writes in, the Colorado Republican Party has already said that if this stands and when by standing it goes to the supreme court and the supreme court u.s supreme court rules uh that they can kick him off the ballot the colorado republican party has said they will cancel the primary and go to a caucus well that solves that yeah uh didn't even think about that 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 would be brilliant then you don't have to worry about the primary you just have a caucus and he's not officially on the primary so you can't necessarily stop that once again if you uh, want to weigh in uh, you can go ahead and do that right now you can also do it by email you can email mike at kboi.com chris at kboi.com when we come back i think we're going to talk about the border this was big news uh this week and what's going on and joe biden i think is between a rock and a hard place when it comes to what's happening at the border there have been over eight million illegals who have been arrested at the border since Joe Biden took office. Eight million mm. arrested and, by the way, let loose in this country. All right, wow. so it wasn't eight million and then they were shipped back. There are now eight million more people in this country, illegals, that are here at least because this isn't counting gotaways. And there's an estimate that there are over a million gotaways that got into this country that did not come across and were caught and arrested. Um, some of these are on the terrorist list. Joe Biden's kind of in a difficult place because um, he, he wants to work with Republicans right now because he wants more money for Ukraine. And Republicans said they will not vote for more money to go to Ukraine unless there is something done about our U.S. border. Money goes to the U.S. border to stop uh, what's going on. And so many illegals, which, by the way, a brand new record, over 14,000 illegals came across and were arrested on Monday alone this week wow um and he's got progressive parts of his uh, base who want open borders and they are upset that he's even talking about doing something on immigration we'll talk about it talk about what's going to be done uh the de the decisions that are going to have to be made something has to be done because of how much money is being spent you would never guess how much money is being spent every year to house feed and take care of the illegals who are here in our country illegally. We'll talk about that coming up here next. 
Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Stuart, we have new numbers, a new report from the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security Majority. They say the price tag per year is $451 billion. That is both for the housing and care of the asylum seekers as well as those known Godaway. Stuart, we have... So 450, in case you missed that, that was B, with a B, Mm -hmm. billion dollars a year right now that it's taking to take care of the uh, illegals that are here Wonder, in our country. What does that work out to per person? Well, divide it by 300 and... Uh, yeah, per person total or just per person taxpayer age? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, we've got 330 million people uh, you know, living in the country out of that. No, no, I meant how much are we spending per... Per? Uh, well, uh, illegal immigrant. Yeah, there's at least eight... There's over eight million. Okay. And we're spending four hundred and fifty billion. Four hundred and fifty billion dollars per year on eight million people. On eight million, it, that's just ridiculous. So that's for housing, support, um, medical, food. Is that just fifty six dollars and twenty five cents? Fifty one billion dollars wow. per year. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna try this too. By the way, that's taxpayer dollars. This isn't like uh, there's there's not a big bank account somewhere for illegals that you just go, all right, we're going to take this four hundred, this half a trillion dollars, and uh, we're just going to take that out of the account. This is this is taxpayer money, it's coming from someplace. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred, over eight million people in the last three years. We set a new record on Monday, which by the way broke the record from last Thursday for the amount of people that have come across. The border illegally and were arrested at about 14,500 and some odd people on Monday alone. Now, 8 million in the country that we know of that have been arrested and then released into the country. There's more than that because we don't know the exact number of known gotaways who come into the country illegally and have snuck in and did not get arrested. And the estimates by Homeland Security is that that could be over a million people. If you if you look at the population and you think and you hear eight million, you know, out of three hundred and twenty, uh, three hundred thirty million, I think is what our latest census, something like that, for the total population of America. And you go, okay, that's that's just a small percentage of the number coming in. But when you break it down and you think that many people, you're talking. With the exception of 12 states, that is more than the population of every state except for 12. Virginia, New Jersey, Michigan, North Carolina, Georgia, Ohio, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New York, Florida, Texas, and California are the only states that have a bigger population than the number of illegals who are illegally in our country just over the last three years. What's that mean? That's a buttload of people is what that means that are here illegally that we're taking care of. And it it's growing every single day, as we mentioned. New record set last Thursday. Another record set just Monday. What, what does Joe Biden... He's got a problem. And, and as I mentioned earlier this morning, he's between a rock and a hard place. 
Um, part of it is because he needs money for Ukraine that he has promised Ukraine for their war. And Republicans have said they're not going to do it without an increase of money spent to stop illegals from coming into our country um, with different policies. And Joe Biden has said, all right, I need this money, so I'm going to work with Republicans. Well, that has upset his progressive base because they want the open border and just allowing people in. He really is between a rock and a hard place on this. If he does one thing, never, it's going to make some people I never, mad. I never met anybody who just wanted it to be a solid open border. In other words, if, you, if come, you're, come and go as you please. If you're saying you have to allow them in, no matter what. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. U.S. border officials encountered the highest number of illegal immigrants at the U.S.-Mexico border to date, upending all other records that the Biden administration has set over the past three years. The Washington Examiner obtained internal U.S. Customs and Border Protection data that revealed 14,509 immigrants were encountered by federal law enforcement at the southern border on December 19, 2023. The large majority of encounters were of immigrants who walked around the port of entry and crossed into the country illegally, while a small percentage tried to enter at the port of entry but were denied admission. The most recent record of 12,000 was set last week. If the rate of 14,509 arrests per day continued for a month, that would translate to more than 435,000 immigrant arrests. Existing Border Patrol stations in the Eagle Pass area are too small to accommodate more than several hundred people, so immigrants are being processed at a large tent facility outside town known as Firefly for the road that it is located on. The tent was set up last year with the intent of holding up to 1,000 immigrants. There are more than 3,000 immigrants at the site, putting the facility three times over the legal limit. Border Patrol is also busing immigrants to other regions for processing. Border Patrol highway checkpoints, including the only one north of Eagle Pass, were shuttered recently as agents have been pulled to transport and process migrants. So if, if you're pulling those border agents, does that mean that that's just open and people are coming across because there's nobody really there to stop them anymore, to arrest them? Border Patrol uh, in the story is also busing immigrants to other regions. Uh, one official at the facility said that it sends out about 30 to 50 large buses of immigrants to other regions each day. The tent city, as he mentioned there, um, was made to be able to handle about 1,000 illegals per day, but is now up to between three and 4,000 people per day that it's having to ham- handle, and it's just not a large enough facility to be able to uh, handle that many people, and that's why they're having to bust so many other people out. Your thoughts, what, is, what is, I mean, what does Biden do in this particular situation? Does he do nothing? I mean, he wants... That would be my guess. Yeah. The, the only reason he would do something is because he wants and has promised aid to Ukraine. And Republicans have already said there will be no... Um, Yes, vote to aid to Ukraine if it isn't doesn't include aid to our southern border. So if if he wants to get this passed and uh, come up with his promised money going to Ukraine, which by the way at the end of this month supposedly the military runs out of money um, 
to be able to send to Ukraine. So without a new budget approval from Congress, there is no more military support, no more military money, no more military uh, assets that can be sent to Ukraine until there is money appropriated for that. Because they're running out of low mixture now, is that it? What do you mean? The military is running out of money? Yeah. Yeah, there's no money left unless an approval on a new budget that would add more money into the budget to be able to buy that. And and Biden can't do that by himself because, once again, budget only comes from approval of Congress. And Republicans have said they have no problem with approving the aid to Ukraine, but they said, we have a problem here at the border. This is, I guess, with the way politics works. And as always worked necessary, it's not necessarily that this is anything new. If you want something from us, you have to give us something that we want. In this particular instance, they want help in fighting illegals coming across the border. The problem is, as I keep mentioning, Joe Biden has a uh, progressive base that has said, no, you're not going to work with them. We want them, we need, we need to have them be able to come in and stay in this country and not return. They don't want to go back to the days when Trump was in charge of returning people back to the country from which they came or back to Mexico, the most recent country or, in which they traveled over. Or apparently even Obama. Or Obama, yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in this morning, you can do that. Phone lines are open. Uh, the other thing we talked about uh, is the Colorado Supreme Court uh, kicking Trump off the uh, state's 2024 primary ballot. Your thoughts on that, if you want to weigh in on that also. And as we go to break, I promised we had a $50 gift certificate to uh, give away to r and Barbecue. We didn't get a winner with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question this morning. So caller number six, don't have to answer any questions other than give us your name and phone number to get your tickets. If you want the $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue, just be caller number six right now, 208-336-3700. Chris and I have both been there numerous times. Fantastic food. Two locations, downtown Boise and also at the Village at Meridian. Once again, caller number six, 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Auto Ranch Group Studios on 93.1 FM and 670 AM, we are News Talk KBOI. (laughs) Told you, totally, totally traditional Christmas song. One of the uh, many, many, by the way, if you want to look those up on YouTube, uh, Bob Rivers' Twisted Christmas. He's got uh, walking around in uh, women's underwear that we're going to get to this week. Also, uh, there's something in my uh, chimney. We're getting to the song, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, some of those we're going to be playing over the next couple of days. This is our final week of the uh, year for broadcast. We'll have next week off uh, for the holidays. We'll be back on uh, January 2nd. After we enjoy Christmas and the uh, New Year holiday. Um, uh, so we've got three more days. You've got a couple more days of winning your tickets to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Once again, you've got about 22 more minutes uh, or so to get those texts in. And to, we're having some fun with this one. We're just saying, what is uh, your unique or you may even consider it weird traditional holiday food? You can go ahead and share. Um, there, there are some weird ones. Tofu shaped like a turkey. <laughs> do you do you really do that, or is that just something that you put out there? I'm ju- I'm just curious because 
Um, I, I get it. If you don't like turkey, you don't eat turkey, or maybe you're a vegetarian, but you want to have the look of a traditional turkey, I guess tofu is your only option, right? Tofur, tofurkey. Tofurkey. Oh, tofurkey. Um, here's another one. Uh, Giopino? Is that how you pronounce that? That's just a seafood stew. Seafood stew. Seafood Italian. soup. Yeah. Anyway, keep those coming in. There's no right or wrong answer. We just want you to uh, share what your favorite weird traditional holiday food is. If you want to do that right now, you have up until uh, just about 10 o'clock to get those in for the other pair of the uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl tickets. Gary Johnson, by the way, of Meridian, was color number six. Congratulations. Gary picked himself up a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue. Well, he, I guess he could. There couldn't be more than one Gary Johnson. No, I mean, that's a, such a unique name, Chris, that I, I yeah. think that may be uh, the only one. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, once again, phone lines are open. You can email chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com. Um, Joe writes in, Mike and Chris, I applaud the fact that Colorado took a stand regarding Trump's ability to be on the ballot when he has been determined to be in insurrectionists. Um I don't know who determined him to be that, but uh, he should not be on the ballot if he instigated an insurrection. What is required to break the fever pitch regarding Trump? He hasn't been convicted yet of treason and insurrection, but will that do it? Being found liable of uh, S.A. didn't do it? I don't know what you mean by S.A. Uh, Does he have to be convicted of rape, having been terrible regarding our COVID response, didn't do it? Does he have to be responsible for killing one million people in the next term to break the fever? Why the loyalty to such a corrupt person? Because people like his policies. And the uh, option is not good. You would not see, in my, this is my personal opinion. Essay, sexual assault. Sexual assault, okay. In my personal opinion, you would not see the support for Donald Trump right now, I don't believe, uh, as president in the upcoming 2024 election, if there was a different person who was his main rival. If it was somebody different than Joe Biden, but there are so many people, and I, I don't say this on my opinion, I'm saying this on so many people's opinion based on polling right now. Joe Biden in the latest polling is polling at the worst of any president over the last like 80 since polling started, basically. I, I read I read about that, too, that there were a, a large number of people who in four years had tired of Donald Trump, which is why they voted for Joe Biden. And then those same people are now tired of Joe Biden and thinking of voting for Donald Trump. And I'm just curious, do they know there are other people? You and I have talked about this. I mean, are these the best two people we have in America that can be running for president, for cripe's sake? Well, I mean, they're probably the most experienced (laughs) because they've both been president. The good news is no matter which one gets elected, they can't be elected again. Yeah, that is kind of good news, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so no matter how you look at it, Joe, that that's that right there is, is the reason is well, 2028. People, it'll have to be somebody. It'll new. have to be somebody new yeah. or one of these two what, that didn't win this. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, will Joe Biden <laughs> be alive in, in 2028? Uh, I mean, and that would be way beyond the average number of years that males in the uh, America. Somehow I feel like live. He, he and Trump are both going to live to be like 113. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it'll, it'll be like it'll be like Jefferson and Adams. They'll die on the same day. Yeah. 
but I mean, thinking Joe, the other one is still alive. Quite frankly, I, I think that's that's the reason. Um, you know, and, and you can look at, at and say, okay, Donald Trump is a horrible person. You know, because of some of the stuff he said, some of the stuff he's uh, done. Um, but sometimes people don't vote for the person; they vote for the policies. And some people like the policies that he had, looking back, and don't like the policies. And part of this is because of the shape our economy is in. Because a lot of times, and I'll say most times, if you go back in the history of presidential elections, um, leading up to an election, if the economy is horrible, that person does not get elected president get reelected. So the times that the economy has been really, really bad leading up to um, in somebody who's running for president as the incumbent, they, they don't get elected next time. And I'll use the perfect, perfect example of this is Jimmy Carter, because our, our country's economy was in the toilet when he was running for reelection. And he got punished for that because of how high, I mean, inflation rate was super high. Uh, there were so many unemployed uh, people at that time. You remember the gas lines way back then for people who were alive back then because uh, we had the gas crisis going on. Now that was more during the Ford administration, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but th- I mean, those, those are some of the reasons why y- you don't get reelected. If the economy, people vote with their pocketbook. And I'm not saying that, you know, Donald Trump hasn't done some stupid things. He has. And one of the, he's getting roundly criticized, by the way, um, for something he said over the weekend um, during a uh, speech, recent speech, say on immigration, something that we're talking about this morning, um, that immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. And commentators you want uh, me to, rush to condemn the comments as racist and fascist. Okay. Do, do you want me to actually stick up for him for a change? No. Go ahead. Uh, okay. That's And see, that's a Hitler thing to say that uh, you can poison the blood by having foreigners entering into your blood. Uh, it's difficult to actually make that argument for a country like America that's made up entirely of exactly. people who came here from someplace yeah. else, with the exception of, of Native Americans. However... Uh, what he was talking about, he thinks that there are countries who empty out their jails and their insane asylums and send all those people to America, and that that's all they're sending. They're not sending anybody who'd be useful, anybody who'd be a good citizen, anybody who'd be a good American, anything like that. And that's what he meant by poisoning the blood. That ba- I think basically he, he meant they're poisoning like the mental state of America. Right. Um, by the way. But he didn't say it in a real um, friendly way. Yesterday on CNN, all right, not exactly a uh, Trump favorite, and they had, Trump's not a favorite of CNN. Uh, yesterday on CNN, CNN senior data reporter uh, Harry Enton poured cold water on Democrats' latest attack on President Trump for um, what he said about poisoning the blood uh, mm-hmm. of our country um, and how this negatively um, affects Trump supporters in the upcoming election. Uh, take, a, take a listen. Once again, this is CNN senior data reporter Harry Enton.
And that, quite frankly, could be the reason why you can, you can say, okay, that's something horrible to say. May not agree with what he says, but um, you you agree with his policy and you don't care what he says. I find it fascinating to me that so many Hispanics, some of which, a good portion of which entered our country, you know, legally, mm-hmm. but don't want to see illegal immigration either, and at least at the level that it is right now. That, that to me, is kind of surprising. Gordon in uh, council listening on 93.1 FM this morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi, fellas. Say, did, uh, so how many people did you say showed up at the border in one day the other day? Did you say 1,400 or 14,000? Uh, Homeland Security said it was 14,000, and it not showed up. That was how many were arrested that day, Monday. Over, it was over 14,000. I hear, I hear, I hear. Listening to the radio, I hear a lot of references being made to Joe Biden's open border. Um, but uh, you know, what about that Republican Congress? They're in charge. They just went home for for Christmas break. They they must not be too concerned. What could they, what could they do? Is it just up to? Does the president just choose whether or not people come across the border, or do you think the Republican Congress could do something? Well, they can they can pass a. A bill, but uh, doesn't go they, anywhere. They don't expect it to get signed by him, and they'd have to have enough support to override his veto. And, they, and maybe they don't think oh, they have it yeah. right now, so they and haven't they, done anything about it. They not only don't think that they're going to get signed for him. In the past, Joe Biden said he is he would veto. So it's not it's not oh, going anywhere. However, now Joe Biden has, or, or the Republicans have something Joe Biden wants. So now they can get something signed by Joe Biden because Joe Biden insists on uh, the promised money to Ukraine and Republicans in Congress said we will not approve a new budget for more money going to a Ukraine unless there is money also included in that budget that will go to fight and change policies at our border. I'm, I'm pretty sure they have not put together a plan and presented it um, to the public and, and to their Democrats across the aisle, they doesn't it seem doesn't it wouldn't it make more sense to have that ready to go and <laughs> yeah probably oh, <laughs> yeah but it's you know, it's hard oh, to do gosh, we'd like to- yeah it's hard to do though when the House and Senate both have adjourned um, for the holidays can't can't really do anything if yeah. if you know leadership in the Senate says hey we're leaving for the holidays today mm-hmm. so even if you do pass something in the House which by the way they left three days after the Senate did. Um, it's not going anywhere before next year because everybody's gone home for the holidays. Well, if I show since 1951, we got a, a concord with the with the UN and and the Geneva Convention. We everybody agreed, all these countries, including the United States, if you show up at this border and you want to seek asylum, you have the right to come in. Now that's the law. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so and so that is actually not, doing it Joe, legally. Joe Biden yeah. did not yeah. put that law into effect, right? right. No, right. no, he didn't. <laughs> But so does that, do you think that law needs to be changed? Uh, no, I think it just needs to be enforced. Well, okay. Well, enforcing it would be letting them come in and no, sign up no, it wouldn't. And, no, no, you're you're completely you're completely off your rocker. Enforcing it means you present yourself legally at the border so that you can be vetted. 
the people that are coming across the border now aren't doing it at legal border crossings. The ones that are doing it at legal border, border crossings are doing it legally, and they're going through the correct process. The ones that aren't doing it, the, the over a million gotaways and the, the millions and millions of others who just come across and don't present themselves and get arrested at the border are doing it illegally. That's a big difference. Enforce the law. That's It's not even being enforced as of right now on what the laws uh, are in the books, and that's why we have such a problem. Thanks for the phone call. Need to take a break. Running late. Uh, one more segment on the way, 208-336-3700. That's also our text number. If you want the famous Idaho Potato Bowl tickets, Texas, your unique, strange, traditional holiday food. We'll pick a winner coming up in just a few minutes. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk. KBOI. 951-208-336-3700. That's our text number. Uh, weird traditional holiday foods. Bird meat. You mean Inside like a hollowed uh, out seal. What? You don't serve that for your... This isn't what you've heard of. This is your traditional food. Um, we got a uh, pie sent to us yesterday. Tracy did. Uh, shoe, fi- shoe fly pie. Mm-hmm. I've never had it before. But supposedly it's supposed to be delicious, so it's a holiday tradition. So be trying to take uh, take that in for the holidays. Uh, Kevin and Caldwell, uh, listening online this morning. Uh, good morning. You're on Newstock KBOI. Hey, good morning, guys. And Merry Christmas to you. Don't talk to you again. Hey, um, you know, our, our politicians really have got themselves in a pickle because they, they've proven to us that walls work. If they didn't work, why would they be funding them in every country but the United States? We're paying for walls all around the world. So you think you think the answer here is to put up a wall across our southern border? A wall of technology and all the things to back it up, including the, the human element, that you do that. I mm-hmm. mean, Chris's earlier comment about Israel and that wall not working, Israel was tipped off October 7th, a year previous, and also three days previous by the Egyptians, and our CIA gave them the heads up days before every day three up to three days before just look it up i mean it's all over cnn and everywhere else even that they were tipped off and it and you have a tiny country it only takes a couple hours to get across and it took them 20 something hours to respond to some of those kibitzes they wanted maximum damage so that they could get the world to rally behind them to go after hamas sorry but walls work when you want to enforce them they don't work if you don't all right, thanks for the call, Kevin. Uh, Henry and Boise, we've got about a minute here. Good morning. You're on News Talk TV. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, my wife is a migrant from Venezuela. She's legal. It took us 18 months to get the paperwork done, and uh, she's been here for five years. She got her citizenship in record time, less than three years, because she pays taxes and pays a lot of taxes. In fact, they didn't even ask her any questions on her immigration test. And I'll tell you, at the dinner table, I hear all kinds of stuff. Her brother-in-law was a colonel in the military down in Venezuela, and he told us two years ago they're getting ready to release, just like you guys said earlier, the prisoners and the and the mental institutions. And then right after that was the wave of Venezuelans coming through. So I'm sure that's not the only country doing it. And we got to ask ourselves, why are our leaders allowing this porous border to happen? Why are they allowing this to happen? That's the question I think that needs to be answered. Mm. Okay. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Henry. There are people who exist even in our government who still believe that the best policy is the more the merrier i i didn't i mean quite frankly you can't not have immigration 
uh, I don't want this to come across that I'm like, oh, I'm anti, anti-immigration. Um, the only way that your country um, can remain um, positive and growing uh, economically is for your country population to grow. You never countries that see a decrease in population or stagnant population is a great way for to, to see a country that is not doing well economically. Um, and based on projections of how many kids, uh, the increase in population just based on birth rates and death rates over the next half decade or so, we're not due to see an increase on the number of population growth unless it comes from immigration. So immigration is not a bad thing, but this how many illegals, apparently, according to some people, might not be the best thing. We can talk more about this this uh, tomorrow. If you're on the line right now, didn't get to you, sorry. We have run out of time. You have one more minute. Get in. Uh, Text us, 208-336-3700. Just text your crazy, uh, interesting holiday traditional food. We'll pick a winner, and they'll get famous Idaho Potato Bowl tickets. We'll have another pair to give away tomorrow morning, too.